Welcome back to the Unbelievable Podcast, where we take the funniest stories from ancient myths, legends, and secret texts and we tell them to one another. I'm Bert. And I'm Tamina. And this one we're calling The Fierce and the Funky. Part one. Yeah, part one. You ready? Yeah, excited to hear this one. Okay. All right, so there's this woman. Uh, she's actually a princess. Her father's a king of a small but prosperous island nation. Uh, he's getting up there in years. He's a little bit senile, and he's lost a couple steps, so the princess basically runs the place. So we finally have a story, but with a female protagonist. We had one before. Oh, yeah. I totally <laughs> forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the island is a little bit remote, and very few foreigners ever come to visit. Okay. But they do a good amount of trade with neighboring lands, as well as uh, countries on the mainland. So, you know, there are a couple of islands surrounding them and they trade with those people. And there's a larger nation that's sort of the mainland and, uh, and they do trade with them as well. Okay. So generally, I guess they're a pretty insular community. Yeah. Very insular, you know, not often visited by anybody. Uh, they keep to themselves. Okay. The women are generally responsible for taking care of the household, uh, subsistence farming, raising and educating children, and maintaining the churches. So everything. <laughs> I mean, uh, for the most part, yeah. Um, and they have other duties as well, obviously, but those are sort of the main uh, things that they're responsible for in their culture. Okay, sounds good. So the princess has all of these duties plus the duties of a ruling monarch. Mm -hmm. uh, she has to secure treaties for trade. She has to hold court. Uh, she has to hear and decide on disputes. And she has to plan, you know, long-term construction and maintenance. She got a lot on her plate. So she is, for all intents and purposes, the leader of this island. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The king does nothing. He sort of, I don't know, play with, plays with his marbles. Maybe he has some sort of collection. You know, he's over the hill. He's not able to take on the duties anymore. And, yeah. and she runs the place. He's just there as kind of like the mascot of the island. Yeah. Yeah. No one has a problem with him. He did a good job while he was in charge. Uh, but he's past his prime now. All right. Okay. So this year, the year the story takes place in, the weather has been particularly bad. Okay. There was a long dry spell and some forest fires had to be put up. Some pests got into crops and had to be taken care of. You know, a pack of wolves started to, you know, show up and they started to enter the towns and the villages and kill sheep and livestock. And the women took care of it all while the men were out sort of on this long fishing journey. They, they Every year they have to go out and, you know, fish. Mm -hmm. And it takes them like a month to go out and come back. And then they sell all of their catch and they bring back the money. Right. Sounds yeah. good. Right. So, you know, clearly there's a lot going on this year. And, you know, the women could be forgiven for letting a couple things slip since they had to handle crisis after crisis. Mm -hmm. So one of the things the women let slip was their religious observance. Okay. So upkeep on the churches had been forgotten completely for months. And weekly services and offerings required by their religion, foregone. Nobody remembered. They were just too busy. And given how these stories have been going, I'm guessing that's probably not the best idea. Yeah, there will be consequences. <laughs> Generally is when yeah. you uh, mess with some gods. Yeah, you don't, you don't ignore the gods. Uh, they, they get upset. So all the churches at this point had sort of a musty smell to them from disuse. There's a layer of dust on every surface. Some of them had leaks from their roofs. A few had walls that were starting to bow or cave in. Mm -hmm. But one church, though, one church had become the home of a family of skunks. Oh. Yeah. yeah. 
And well, I could not be uh, good for them. No, not a good sign. So the, the, the skunks are actually on the move at this point. Some wild dogs had gotten into the church and the skunks sprayed the entire place down while they made their escape. Yeah, well, poor dogs. Yeah. So now this entire church smells like skunk. And these dogs smell yeah, these like skunk. Wild dogs, who knows? They're somewhere in the forest, but they stink too. <laughs> so once the gods understood how busy the women had been, and you know, when the men came back, once they heard all the things that the women had to deal with, surely everybody would understand. Mm-hmm. But no, the, the gods not understanding, and particularly the sort of primary deity that this island people worship. She's very jealous, very uh, quick to upset, and very sort of, um, you know, adamant that her shrine be upkept. Okay. Very high-maintenance god. Yeah. On top of letting maintenance of the shrine sort of drop, the women had also forgotten a major holiday. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. No services were held. No sacrifices were made. At this point, you know the god's going to be pissed. Well, I mean, you got to give their god their sacrifices. Yeah. So god comes down to the island. This aspect of their god is a, is a female mm-hmm. aspect, the one that they worship on the island. And she speaks to all of the women directly sort of in their minds at the same time and tells them to meet in the town square immediately. Mm-hmm. So the women are concerned. Yeah. Uh, they know that their god is sort of vengeful and... <laughs> The female aspect that has shown up is known for coming up with creative and terrible punishments for people who do her wrong. Okay. Yeah. So once they get to the town square, the god or goddess lays into the women. She's mm-hmm. I did not get any offerings or prayers during the last feast day, so I worried something was wrong on the island. Mm-hmm. I went to check my shrines. So at this point, the women are sort of staring at the ground, looking at their feet. Yeah, trying to avoid eye contact. Trying to make themselves (laughs) small, avoiding eye contact with the God. And God goes on, my beautiful shrines that my faithful island worshippers keep in such great shape. I was shocked, shocked to find all of them full of animals. Mm -hmm. I thought, maybe you turned the worshippers into animals in a fit of rage and forgot about. But here you are, all human as ever. So the women know that they're in for it. Some of them are already worried that they're going to be turned into animals because of this. Yeah, the the hints are there, right? Yeah. And, you know, when when the goddess starts asking questions and then answering them herself, you know, (laughs) it's not going well. I mean, we've all been in high school where a teacher has been mad. And when that starts to happen, you know, you're in trouble. Yeah, that's that's the image you want in your head is that really strict high school teacher who asks questions and then answers them themselves. Mm -hmm. I'm Uh, imagining a very tight bud. Yeah. So the goddess goes on. In my biggest, most opulent church, the physical embodiment of the piety of the people on this island stinks like filthy skunks. Mm-hmm. I could literally smell it up in heaven. A little bit dramatic, this goddess yeah, too. Yeah, she's also the god of drama. <laughs> Why not? So the princess knows that God is about to lay some serious curses on her people. Mm-hmm. So she tries to step in and soften the blow. She takes a step forward and she says... Please don't blame the women or divine one. I have been pushing them very hard this year with the men gone. I take full responsibility. Mm -hmm. The goddess sort of stops and it goes dead silent. And she looks at the princess dead in her eye. Mm -hmm. And everybody's sort of like can tell that she's about to get some. And the goddess says something to the effect of, what the hell did you just say to me? (laughs) 
<laughs> you do realize that I'm God, right? Mm-hmm. I can see you all from up there. I can read your thoughts. I know you're trying to take the blame for these people. And I knew that you would do it before you knew that you would do mm-hmm. it. You really think you can trick God? But you know what? I'll throw in some curses extra special for you. Since you all saw fit to leave my church a stink, I'll return the favor. No matter what you do, mm-hmm. you'll never be clean again. No matter what you do. You can okay. wash, you can rinse, you can lather, you can soap. You'll never be clean. And you, princess, you'll be doubly cursed. Not only will you stink like the rest of these women, but your romances will end in tears and ashes. Tears and ashes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty bad. Yeah. I don't think you can come back from tears and ashes. Yeah, tears and ashes, that's not good. No. <laughs> so the god walks off muttering to herself, raccoons in my church, they'll learn. Oh, yes, they'll learn. <laughs> but I, And she disappears. At this point, I feel like, why are they worshipping this goddess? It seems to me like maybe she's not the best goddess to worship if she can be so petty um and if she knows everything that's going on then she should have known that they were going through a lot of trouble that year so i mean she didn't do anything to help but the demands are there i guess this goes back to the really bad high school teacher yeah and i mean you know as far as reasons to worship a god or goddess um i feel like because they help you out is probably just as powerful a reason as so that they don't curse you. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah. So I think, you know, they probably worship her because she will do terrible things to them if they don't. They're afraid of her. Yeah. It's, you know, de rigueur. It's par for the course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So God curses all the women, walks off muttering, disappears. Uh, the women are left on their own. Mm-hmm. After the god leaves, the women are terrified for a while. They can't actually see or feel any evidence of the curse. None of the women fall ill. None of them can sort of smell any stench or Mm -hmm. or feel any sort of curse following them around. No locusts come and eat their crops and no sickness takes their livestock away. Yeah. Uh, They pretty much continue life as usual. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Everything seems fine. The only strange thing that they notice over the next couple of weeks is that the young boys on the island, those who are not old enough to go uh, on this sort of fishing journey with the men, are becoming a little bit distant from their mothers. They spend okay. longer outside with one another, uh, but the women chalk it up to just, you know, boys, uh, you know, becoming more independent as they grow older. Mm-hmm. About a month later, the men return from their fishing journey and sort of selling their wares on the mainland. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got the money. It's, uh, you know, the traditional sort of return home. And do we know how long they've been away? At least a couple months. Okay. Yeah. So the men, the women all make sure, you know, traditionally they hold some sort of feast when the men come back. They all, you know, make sure that they bathe and make themselves up. Their husbands are coming back after months. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all head... Dress up? Yeah, they, they all dress up. And they head to the church to make sure that they go all this time to thank the God for returning the men safely to mm-hmm. them. The men have been at sea for months with no baths at this point, right? So, yeah. they, so they're stinky. They stink too. Um, as the men head home and clean the months of sweat and sort of sea brime off of them, mm-hmm. a strange thing starts to happen. Each of them begins to gag and sort of retch as soon as they've watched uh, they keep their distance from their wives. They can't even bear to be in the same houses with them. Yeah, I'm starting to see where this is going. <laughs> yeah. The wives bathe and bathe again, but nothing helps. 
Yes, that's the curse. Yeah. Eventually, the men flee their houses for the town square. Okay. So it's a few hours after the men have arrived. And at this point, every single grown man on the island is crowded into the town square to discuss what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, the women smell horrible. Okay. So (laughs) the women, uh, you know, obviously very embarrassed by this, they try everything. They try baths, they try scrubbing, you Mm -hmm. know, tomato juice, baking soda, more scrubbing, perfume, uh, nothing, nothing helps. The men even say, you know, the smell of a skunk would be better than than this sort of stench. I have to say, it is a very particularly, like, mean-spirited curse. (laughs) Yeah, this goddess does not play. It's not a one-time thing. You're kind of stuck with this thing for the rest of your life or until she decides that it's enough. Exactly. It's a really mean, like, a high school mean girl type of move. (laughs) Yeah, this goddess does not play. No. She's like, you forget for a couple months, maybe a month to clean my church and, you know, some things go wrong cursed for life mm-hmm. all of you even Done. the ones because like, presumably there are a couple churches on the island that were in relatively good condition mm-hmm. but because this one church was so bad she just decided everybody gets it yeah so a few days later the men hold the secret meeting they say they've come up with a solution the women are overjoyed right they invite the women by messenger pigeon to come to the town <laughs> yeah they don't want to get anywhere near them so they <laughs> I'm just imagining like uh, long sticks where they poke the women whenever they want they anything. Stay a hundred paces away and they just yell at one another, each group. Social distancing before social distancing. Yeah, there you go. So when once everybody's assembled, the town reeve, it's sort of like the mayor, he explains, we have heard of an elixir made of the petals of a plant that only flowers once every hundred years. We have pooled all our money together and tomorrow morning we will set out for the mainland and head to the capital to buy this elixir. So the men set out. Well, that's nice, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So two months later, the men return. Okay. The women see that their ship is coming in, and they're looking at the ship, and like something's a little bit different about the ship. It almost seems as though there are more people on the ship now than there were when the ship left. Okay. Yeah, it's a little bit strange. The ship comes to the dock, and the men get off the ship. Mm Mm-hmm. And But there's still people on the ship. The women can't really see who they are, but they know that all the men have sort of exited the ship and they're all, you know, on the, in the dock area and they're, you know, the town reeve is getting ready to announce the results of their adventure to the women. Yeah. So he says, so it turns out that the elixir was really expensive. Even all the town savings couldn't buy it. So instead, we bought these slave girls as new wives for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> And then he goes on. He's like, uh, we even had enough left over to buy these building materials. So the women are furious and and suspicious. And they're like, building materials for what? And the Reeve explains, you know, um, well, we'll need somewhere for you all to live. Um, Us men are going to be busy with our new wives and we can't have your stench ruining our households. (laughs) So they're kicking the women out of their own houses that they've been taking care of while these men have been away. Yeah. So the women are furious. Yes, understandably so. pissed. And the princess most of all, because she's responsible for all of these other Mm -hmm. women. She's like slave So does she have a husband? She doesn't have a husband. Okay, so it's all her, I guess, subjects who are being... uh... Yeah. They're all being sort of kicked out of their homes Mm -hmm. and replaced with some slave wives that the men Mm -hmm. had purchased from the mainland with the money 
that they saved up for a cure for the women, by the way. <laughs> so the women still are still cursed. <laughs> and Well, I mean, it seems like the cure existed. It's not like it didn't. Yeah. And instead of coming back to save more or like enough for this cure, they just decided, you know what? Like, yeah, we're done. We don't want to deal with this. And we get new wives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's just done buy deal. let's just buy these new wives and replace and them. i'm sure those women definitely had a say in being oh, yeah. bought by these men so. yeah well i mean they're slave wives so <laughs> they definitely did not so they're furious yeah um, the princess is extremely furious and she's like this can't stand and she invites all of the smelly female subjects the the originals uh, <laughs> the ogs yeah the ogs uh to the palace to find a way to solve this problem once and for all Okay. Okay. Later that night, while the men are setting up their new slave wives in their houses, mm -hmm. the yeah. princess holds the women's council meeting of sorts at the palace. The, the to hear stinky women's yeah, council. Exactly. The stinky women's council to hear <laughs> proposals for how to solve this problem. So as is customary, before she proposes any of her own solutions, she invites the other women to come forward and she hears their proposals. Mm -hmm. So... One woman says, we should sail to the mainland and get the elixir for ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, Reasonable. Yeah. And another woman says, we should pray to the goddess again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and it's sort of more of these long-term sort of fixes. You know, maybe they'll be able to pray to the goddess enough that she'll change her mind. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll be able to go to the mainland and somehow come up with enough money to buy this elixir. Mm -hmm. But nothing that solves the problem right now. Okay. And the princess, she's not about long-term thinking right now. She's really upset. Mm -hmm. So she says, you know, enough. We've tried scrubbing. We've tried praying to the goddess. We've tried perfumes. We've tried relying on the men. Mm -hmm. It is time to take care of things ourselves once and for all. Okay. So one of the women says, you know, what do you suggest? What do you think that the princess is going to suggest? Uh once and for all, that seems pretty final. I mean, um, kicking the men out of the island, kicking them out. Um, kind of taking over. Taking over? Yeah. Okay. So the princess says, I've had enough. If it weren't for the men, we wouldn't have had to pick up all the slack on this island while they were on their boats. If it weren't for the men, you'd still be living in your comfortable houses instead of drafty shacks in the backyards. <laughs> if it weren't for the men... We could get on with our lives and we mm -hmm. wouldn't have been cursed in the first place. Yeah. So one of the women, you know, asked the obvious question, what are you proposing? Mm -hmm. And the princess says, oh, I think you all know what needs to be done. Okay, you're starting to sound very evil. So I retract my previous <laughs> guess. <laughs> and I'm going to guess something more sinister. It's in the voice more than the actual words. Okay, what's your guess now? <laughs> Harming the men in some way, cursing them in some way, okay. maybe getting the goddess to curse them just as much as them. Okay, so the princess says, I think you all know what needs to be done. We have to kill them. <laughs> okay. Every last man on this island has to die. Yeah, that's, that's dramatic. <laughs> I'm starting to see why she was worshipping that goddess to begin <laughs> with. Just a little bit dramatic, and maybe a little unnecessary, yeah. but... So the, the women of the island are shocked. They're mortified. Yeah, just like me right now. Yeah. They deliberate amongst themselves for, you know, five minutes and then they agree. Okay. Well, Sounds they good weren't to that us. shocked or mortified if they yeah. only had to deliberate for five <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Sounds good to us. It's the only solution. Yeah. 
So that night, all the women go back into their homes and get their knives. And under the cover of darkness, they um, dispose of every male on the island. And including their sons? Every male on oh. the island. I don't know. Now I feel like I was pro these women and now I'm not so pro these women. It's a little... Uh... Hey, it was dark times. Apparently, really dark, and they apparently had a killing knife ready to go, which I mean, is a little bit concerning. Any any knife is a killing knife if you want it hard enough, I guess. I don't know. Not a butter knife. I don't think you can kill with a butter knife. Um, I'm sure that somebody has been killed with a butter knife. I feel like this is one of those things where now we'll have to Google it yeah, and we'll, we'll regret Google it. our own decision to Google it. Audience, we'll Google it and put it in the show notes if, <laughs> if somebody's been killed with a butter knife. Okay, so under cover of darkness, they get out the knives and they kill every male on the island. Mm -hmm. um, but they let the new slave wives go because, you know, they aren't really at fault. They, they were slaves who got yeah. purchased. They didn't have any say in it. Um, in a moment of kindness, though, the princess takes mercy on her father. Okay. Now, an aside here, this is from the story itself. So the story in the text itself says that the princess takes mercy. And okay. here's what she does. Her father, he's senile and elderly. His wife, her mother, the queen, died years ago. Um, you know, he doesn't have anything to do with this. He wasn't on the boats. He just sort of stays in the castle or the palace and minds his own business. Yeah. So, you know, she has the knife in her hand and she puts it down. And she's like, he doesn't deserve this. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think she does instead? As a mercy. I mean, I don't know. Let him go. Tell him to leave town. Yeah. That sounds merciful. That would be pretty merciful, right? I mean, yeah, I, I, I still don't understand why the boys and the king had to be, you know, punished because they literally had nothing to do with the men's actions. I, I agree with you, um, but, but this, that's the way the story goes. This is what the women chose to do. Yeah. So um, she puts the knife down. She doesn't want to, you know, dispose of her father, the king, with the knife. And so instead, she binds his hands and feet. Okay. She stuffs them into a wooden crate. She okay. nails the lid shut. And she pushes the crate into the sea. Okay. And nobody ever sees the king again. <laughs> yeah, because he died. <laughs> In the worst way possible. <laughs> this is the mercy. I read it and I was like, that doesn't seem, that seems worse. Like, I, 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 had to I choose. think it sounds far worse to die. <laughs> drowning with your hands tied in a coffin than to just be stabbed. Right? right? Yeah, it's not merciful. And this princess is psychotic. <laughs> My God. So um, at this point, the women are still cursed. Um, you know, they've disposed of all the males on the island. Mm -hmm. um, the king was put in the crate. They closed the crate. They tied his hands and feet and pushed him into the sea. And now it's just women on the island. Okay. Um, how do you think things are going to go from sort of here on in for these women? I mean, I don't know. It seems like they got what they wanted. Uh, and my team, these women, no. And my team, goddess, no. And my team, the men, no. Although I do feel bad for them. I guess I'm team um, poor king who was murdered and these poor boys who had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they have a team Men didn't have anymore. to be murdered either. I mean, there were other solutions. So I kind of, I honestly don't know where this is going. It seems like OG Stinky's got what they wanted. Mm -hmm. It seems like it should be the end of this story, in fact. Yeah, but it's not. 
All right. All right. So join us next time where we hear the rest of the tale of the women on the island who get cursed by their goddess and Mm -hmm. murder all of their male kinfolk. (laughs) A little bit dramatic. Yeah. Just a little. Thanks for listening to the Unbelievable Podcast. We hope you had as good a time as we did. If so, subscribe. We're on YouTube, Spotify, and all major podcast apps. If you have comments or feedback, you can email us at theunbelievablecast at gmail.com. That's theunbelievablecast at gmail.com. Thanks.